This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. Major untouched deposits of copper, nickel, and cobalt lie beneath the northeastern Minnesota woods near the Canadian border. And those deposits could be extracted at a new mine known as Twin Metals, which has faced opposition from environmentalists and locals for years. Now, on one hand, mining those critical minerals would actually help the Biden administration meet its broader clean energy and climate justice goals. But the administration has since rejected the mine because of the environmental drawbacks. And now, on a broader scale, Republicans are pointing out the hypocrisy of Democrats in the Biden administration who are pushing the whole country toward clean energy, but at the same time trying to avoid the negative environmental impacts mining can lead to. So today, we chat with Politico's Catherine Morehouse about this controversial Minnesota mine, why Biden's clean energy future may depend on messy mining fights, and the politics behind it all. It's Wednesday, November 23rd. So, Kat, you traveled to Minnesota near the site of the contested Twin Metals Mine, where huge deposits of copper, nickel, and cobalt used in green energy technologies lie beneath the ground. So why is this project such a big deal, and how does it demonstrate the conflicts of President Biden fulfilling his promises of a clean energy future? Yeah, so this project is a big deal for a lot of different reasons, but it's really become central to the fight between Republicans and Democrats at this point over where to get the minerals for the clean energy transition. And as we know, the Biden administration has a really ambitious goal of creating a 100 percent carbon free power grid by 2035 and eventually by 2050, a ton of new electric vehicles on the road. And that requires a lot of new critical metals. And the GOP, though, has been critical of the Biden administration wanting to achieve this goal without really being willing to put its money where its mouth is in terms of being aggressive on domestic mining. And of course, there are plenty of reasons why the Biden administration and maybe some other folks might be opposed to this mine in particular. But it is just an interesting conflict overall of how do we get the critical metals that we need while still making sure that we're not damaging the environment that we're trying to protect by combating climate change? Right. And so remind us of the status of this mine in particular, which I know has been subject to considerable political football for several administrations. What exactly has happened with this one? To give you the brief history, the Obama administration basically decided not to renew the leases for this mine, which stretched back decades, really. And the Obama administration did that because they basically found that this mine poses an unacceptable risk to the miles of pristine wilderness and lakes that surround this mine. And then the Trump administration came in and reversed that reversal The Biden administration came in and found the Trump administration's actions were illegal. And so they once again took away these permits, holding up the Obama administration's findings that the risk to the environment was essentially unacceptable. Gotcha. And the mine is also now tied up in a lawsuit, correct? Right. Yeah. So the Twin Metals company came back and sued the Biden administration saying that the Biden administration's Department of Interior illegally canceled the leases. And of course, the Biden administration claims that the Trump administration illegally renewed the leases. So it's very much a back and forth situation between the company and the Biden administration. 
And as you touched on, efforts to mine these critical minerals have faced opposition from environmentalists and locals, which does echo other fights across the U.S. for years on this project. So why are Democrats and activists opposed to this project in particular? Why do they see this landscape as particularly sensitive? The problem with this landscape and where this mine would be is this mine would essentially sit on a river and lake that pour into the Boundary Waters, which is a protected wilderness that stretches for miles up from northern Minnesota into Canada. And the problem is with this kind of mining in particular, with copper mining, is if the copper is exposed to air and to water, then it can lead to sulfuric acid, which is a really toxic concoction that can completely irreversibly harm wildlife. So the fear is that these waters that have been kept pristine for years would suddenly be really irreversibly polluted. And the Boundary Waters area, because it's a federally protected wilderness, it's just a really sensitive place for Minnesota Democrats in particular to protect and certainly for environmentalists to protect. Although it's been a little bit tricky with the political situation because mining is also a really big source of jobs in this part of Minnesota. Right. And just transitioning there, the politics are really interesting. Obviously, the mine has its supporters. Minnesota is a reliably blue state. And you report that Biden's waffling on this issue has helped the GOP siphon off moderate Democrats who see reviving the mining industry as critical to creating and maintaining local jobs. So how are fights like these actually potentially giving the GOP political leverage? And what's Democrats in the Biden administration's response to that? It's interesting because the district where this mine would be is District 8 in Minnesota. And for the past several years, I think since 2016, it has been actually a red district and it was very reliably blue for many years. And what the GOP has seen is that issues like mining, where they feel like Democrats have kind of sided more with environmentalists versus siding with miners, That's been a really critical win for the GOP. And critics of the GOP says, well, you know, they use that as a wedge issue. And the actual economics of mining impacts actually a lot fewer people in Minnesota than the GOP would have you believe. But certainly the GOP has been able to say the Biden administration says all of this about wanting to help out blue collar jobs. And at the same time, it's really killing jobs by not allowing this mine to move forward. And the Biden administration hasn't really given a solid response to this. But for Democrats, more broadly, it's definitely been of an issue of wanting to toe the line on mining rather than come out in opposition to a mine or in opposition to mining. Generally, they'll kind of say we need to trust the science and we need to evaluate these things. And certainly environmentalists feel like Democrats aren't coming out as strongly as they would like them to. Also, on Tuesday, the Department of Transportation's Maritime Administration approved a proposed oil export terminal offshore near Freeport, Texas, despite environmental and public health concerns. The terminal, known as Seaport, is one of four proposed offshore oil terminals in the deep waters of the Gulf of Mexico. The move will allow the oil and gas industry to increase its footprint abroad, since Seaport is designed to expand the nation's oil export capacity by 6.5 million barrels a day, along with the other terminals. However, Gulf Coast residents had urged Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg to reject the Seaport oil terminal because it would clash with the Biden administration's climate agenda. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com 
slash power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Norma Malaykel is the podcast producer. Raghu Manuvalan edited the show this week. Jenny Amitz is the executive producer of audio at Politico. Our editors are Matt Daly and Gloria Gonzalez. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back on Monday next week. This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas that one day can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more at chevron.com slash RNG.